0: Merhaba from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 14th of September, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. On Wednesday the 7th, President Erdogan held a press conference with his Serbian counterpart, President Vucic. Erdogan said that he didn't think that the Western countries' policies against Russia were effective solutions to end the war, and that the sanctions would do nothing but further provoke the country. Recall that the Western countries imposed many sanctions on Russia, like removing the country from the SWIFT system, the most common worldwide banking system, blocking the country and its citizens from accessing their own foreign currency reserves abroad, and seizing their properties and wealth. Some countries also banned oil and coal imports from Russia, while others put a cap on its import prices. Last week, Erdogan commented on the energy crisis in Europe, saying that it was quote, reaping what it sowed. He said that Europe's sanctions against Russia pushed the country to cut its natural gas supply to Europe. Recall that even though Turkey and Serbia condemned Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the countries didn't impose any sanctions. Speaking of Serbia, Turkey has signed agreements with Bosnia-Herzegovina and and Serbia that will allow Turkish citizens to travel to both countries with their chipped national ID cards. The pact will also allow Serbians and Bosnians to travel to Turkey passport-free. The president hasn't said when the agreements will be in effect. In other news, on Friday the 9th, two metrobuses collided head-on in the Avzalar district of Istanbul. Over 100 passengers sought medical treatment in the hospital. Fortunately, none of them had life-threatening injuries. However, following the crash, police had to temporarily close the metrobus lanes since the accident happened away from the Metrobus stop, passengers from the oncoming buses had to find other means of transportation, so they were forced to walk from the Metrobus lanes, which are right in the middle of the highway, to the sidewalk. This caused heavy traffic in the city, since passengers didn't have a pedestrian walkway or road, and they had to walk right through the highway. On Saturday the 10th, Ekrem Imamoglu, the mayor of Istanbul, announced that only 10 passengers were still at the hospital. As for the cause of the accident, security footage from one of the buses revealed that the bus driver started to feel sick and yelled, quote, I'm feeling bad, call an ambulance, before fainting behind the wheel. On that note about the crash, pro-government newspapers Saba and Yeni Akit reported that while people were fighting for their lives at the crash site, the mayor of Istanbul was having fun at a concert. They also claimed that the mayor remained at the concert for five more hours despite hearing the news about the crash. However, the municipality advisor denied these allegations and said that the mayor was visiting patients at the hospital around the time that the newspapers claimed he was at the concert. The advisor added that the mayor didn't visit the crash site until roads had opened up so that his team wouldn't crowd up the already congested site and that he went there as soon as the highway traffic was under control. The advisor also said that they'll take legal action against the newspapers. Now, some news on education. This year, private university tuition fees have increased over 250%, and students have been protesting against the price hikes for the last month. For instance, the Doğuş University in Istanbul had initially promised students that once they enroll in the university, their tuition fees wouldn't rise above 10% during their course of studies. However, this year, the university increased their tuition fees by around 300%. Following the protests, the university reduced the price increase to match the annual inflation rate, which is 80%. Even though it's a significant reduction, it's still way above the rate they initially agreed on. However, the university launched an investigation on 14 students who participated in the protests for, quote, invading the school. On Thursday the 8th, the university management imposed a disciplinary penalty on one of the students and suspended him for a semester. The university also dismissed one of the assistant students, Nur Igelelu, who participated in the protests. Igelelu said that the university executives told her that she was, quote, tarnishing the university's name. Moving on, On Friday the 9th, Turkey celebrated the 100th anniversary of Izmir's liberation from the occupying Greek and English forces. To mark the day, Tarkan, Turkey's megastar, organized a concert on the Konak coast of Izmir. The day before the concert, the stage setup collapsed. However, the organizer quickly built another stage, and the concert went along as planned. Even though some people thought that Tarkhan's concert was one of the largest free entry concerts in history, with over 2 million people attending, fact checkers refuted this. Izmir's municipality announced that around 500,000 people were at the concert area. Many people also rented the balconies of the apartments overlooking the concert area for as much as 500 US dollars, while others camped on the roofs of those buildings to watch the concert. Speaking of entertainment events, this one got canceled. Chadas Fest at the Feteya district of Mula is the 17th festival that the government has canceled this year. The Ministry of Environment and Urban Planning claimed that the festival organizers didn't get the necessary environmental permits for the festival. However, the organizers said that they had all of the required permits and paperwork. The festival was supposed to take place in a beach resort. The organizers were also upset because no one informed them about the cancellation. They said that they only learned about it the day before the festival started, when the owner of the resort did not let in the festival staff. On more news from the entertainment sector, recall that back in August, the police arrested pop star Gulshin for mocking religious Imam Hatip schools on stage. The court released her four days later and put her under house arrest while awaiting trial, citing that she had a young child that she needed to take care of. Many people criticized that she was still under arrest and that this was a disproportionate and ideological attack on her. They said that she was only guilty of speaking badly about an institution, and that she didn't pose any danger to the public. Following the backlash, the Istanbul 7th Heavy Penalty Court lifted her house arrest. However, Gulshin is still not allowed to leave the country, and has to report to a police station every week. And since we mentioned the police, on Sunday the 11th, Two groups got into a heated fight at the Vadi Istanbul, a shopping mall in the city. The fight escalated quickly to a gunfight. The culprit randomly shot around and injured five passerbys. The police haven't made any announcements on the cause of the fight yet. In some more news of killings, on Tuesday the eighth, an unknown assassin murdered Jovan Vukutik, the leader of a Montenegro criminal gang in the Shishli district of Istanbul. He was shot dead in his car. Vukotic had escaped Turkey after Interpol issued a red notice for his arrest. And that's it for this week. Did you know that we do other content apart from these updates? One of them is called Our Zines. They are a way you can print up to 1,600 words of text on your computer and turn it into a charming little booklet to carry around in your back pocket. It's hard to describe, but if you like zines or dislike screens but have stuff you want to read, go over to Rorschach.com and click Arzine on the top menu, or head to the link in our show notes. Try it out. It's free. And let us know what you think at podcast at Rorschach.com. Hoşçakalın!